Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Open Chat Podcast. Uh, today we're going to have a talk about how do I control my food? And we'll probably digress to a couple of things connected to that, but primarily about how you get control of food. Um, first, I need to understand that food is designed for you not to get control. Not all food, but a load of food that a lot of people eat. A lot of the processed foods that we eat, we all know that are unhealthy for us. But what we need to realize is that there's only one way that these multi-million dollar companies sell as much food as they do is because you keep buying it. And that sounds obvious, but why do you keep buying it? Because it has ingredients in it that addicts you to it. And it usually comes back to sugar. There's products in it that they know that you're going to need more of and you're going to buy it again. That is the way they stay, stay successful. If a lot of these companies had a lot of morals, they would take plenty of these ingredients out of their food and would have a lot healthier population. But they're gonna lose money from that. So I need you to understand that, firstly, when it comes to food and controlling food, your lack of control isn't completely your fault. We all have the same battles against it because we crave things and we get a connection to food through these uh, this dopamine. And it gives us this good feeling that we feel better when we eat this food, so we want more of that. But a problem with that, there's a vicious cycle with it. You feel good when you eat it, and then you feel guilty for eating it, and then when you feel guilty and feel sad, what happens? What do we do? We usually eat more food to comfort ourselves. And there's a bit of a vicious circle that goes around and around. But more than anything, I wanna teach you and give you some tips on how to control and and, uh, reduce the amount of bad choices that you make in your in your nutrition regarding what you should eat and diet plans and so forth that's going to be another podcast today is all about really gaining control of your food and uh hopefully giving you some tips to come take away that you can benefit from it and obviously get the weight loss or the health gains that you want to get from eating better so we've talked about understanding food but Educating yourself about what you eat is very, very important. So knowing what you put in your body and how your body's going to react to it hormonally and and weight-wise, energy-wise, is very, very important. So you understand that when you're going to eat food, you should be looking at the food and saying to yourself, what I'm about to eat, is it going to make me more healthy or less healthy? That is one thing you should try and give yourself before anything you eat take 10 seconds just to have a think and think about that look we're all going to have days where we're going to relax and eat something outside our normal nutritional healthy plan and that's okay as long as you're aware you're doing that consciously and it's not a subconscious thing and before you know it you've eaten two hamburgers and you didn't even really think about doing it then you still have issues to deal with but regarding controlling your food um this can be the battle, it can be very hard for all of us. Another tip, one tip I would give a lot of people is not putting yourself around temptation. So we can use any example here. If you were someone who had uh, was had a drinking problem, you know, had alcohol problem, and you were trying to give up on that, you're not gonna put yourself around people that are drinking all the time. That would be common sense, no different to smoking, no different to gambling, or any habit you're trying to break. If you're trying to break that habit, you wouldn't put yourself around it. 
But with food, it can be a lot harder because we all have to eat. There's other things we don't have to do, but food is something we have to do. Although we, we simply can't live, obviously. So the problem is when you're hungry and you're trying to eat good and then you go out with friends and you put yourself around temptations and it's well, we've all had it before. You're trying to be good and we've got friends. We, Come on, just a little bit. Have a little bit. It won't hurt. Your coach won't know. You won't know. It won't make a difference. It will make a difference. We're trying to break that connection, okay? Breaking the connection with food and particularly sugar and get away from that can be a real battle. You need to break that connection. There's a program that I put people through called The Whole 30, which is an amazing program. It's a very simple in concept. It's 30 days of clean eating. Uh, it's just certainly worth checking out. And there's rules that go with it. And they're, they're very simple rules, really. Um, on what you're not allowed to eat and what you aren't allowed to eat without eating. It's no dairy and, and wheat, anything like that, uh, any legumes, anything that's going to cause inflammation or addiction or anything. It's all about non-processed processed foods for the 30 days and there's no cheats. But there's one thing I would give you advice um, to say is that don't allow yourself cheat days if you are trying to gain control of your nutrition, whether it be sugar or bread or anything that you're trying to get off, you can't allow yourself little cheat days like that. Coming back to like the drinking and the smoking and, and, and drugs and addictions in people's lives, you would never tell someone that's trying to give up a, a, a habit that they have that will give you a little bit every few days so you can survive and get through it. No, you would go what you'd call cold turkey and you can't have it. You can't give a little bit to keep someone okay because all that's doing is keeping your connection with that food and you need to break that connection. And the only way you can break that connection is not having it at all. Sounds common sense, but a lot of people don't do it. So putting yourself not around temptation is very, very important. If you are going to go out with friends, don't go out hungry, eat before you go, so you're going to be less tempted to do that. You need to set rules for yourself on obviously what you can eat and what you can't eat and when you can eat. And be strict to these rules and be accountable for rules by having a support group. So understanding that, tell your, your parents, your, your brother, your sister, your wife, your husband, whoever, is that I need to be accountable for this. And you need, you need to give them permission to tell you that you shouldn't be eating what you're about to eat and not get angry about that. There needs to be an agreement there with that. It's very, very important. You need to stick to that and you, you can't... You know, have a rule one day and then not have the rule the next day. A rule is a rule and you need to keep that in place and keep that imposed for however long it takes, whether it's 30 days or longer, that is up to you. You decide on that time frame. Uh, in your house, it, I would uh, basically clean your house out of all product that's going to tempt you. Um, we're, all diff we're all the same in a lot of ways and one way that we're similar is that you, me, or anyone sitting on your lounge watching a movie at 10 o'clock at night, when you're hungry, it's very easy to go and eat something bad. And if you're thinking that we're all built different and everyone's strong and that no one gets tempted, that's not true. I would say nearly everybody's been tempted in their life by things like that. But if you don't have that in your cupboard, you simply can't eat it. So clean your cupboards out. Get rid of anything that's going to tempt you, anything that's going to make you, you know, break those rules that you've imposed on yourself is very, very important. So clean your house out of all foods, get your family support. If you're doing this program or whatever program you're doing, try and get your whole family on it. Everyone should be on the same, 
you know, on the same rules and the, and trying to do this together, have a create a healthier family. It can be very hard if one person's trying to do it, and the rest of the family aren't on board. They don't have to be doing the same diet, but they need to be supporting your rules and not tempting you and eating things around you and and just putting it in your head. So getting that good support group is very very important, uh, and that they follow through with that. But just understanding, we all have those same battles, and and uh, don't think that you're any different. Um, being realistic with your goals is important as well. This is a little bit off track with control as such, but I do want you to be realistic with your goals and what you want to achieve out of it. Understanding what you can do and not getting caught up in images that are unobtainable to you and then you're probably harder on yourself with food than you need to be. Ask yourself, are you going? Are you an athlete competing? You know, Do you need to be down to the certain body fat percentage? And not being unrealistic thinking that... Yeah, people think, oh, I want to get to 6% body fat. That's not realistic. If you're getting under 20% body fat, you're doing well. I hear people say to me all the time, I'm down to 10%. It's very rare that someone's genuinely at 10% or anything like that um, when they think they are. It's usually a lot higher than that. So being realistic with your goals is important as well with your food. Um, and that sort of does go in connection with the control, in other words, not trying to be too harsh on yourself and under-eating because calorie restriction and under-eating can be dangerous as well, just for energy systems and so forth. Um, so you need to be aware of that. But that brings me a little bit into line what I would tell you about. I would also implement um, fasting, whatever sort of fasting you want to do, whether it's 16, 8, or you, know, you go longer than that or less than that. I would try and restrict the amount of meals you eat. The reason I like this is that if I was to tell you during the day you can have, let's say, a 1,000 calories over a couple of meals, it's easy for you to have too many calories in those couple of meals. But if I said to you, you simply can't eat for 16 hours, there's no rule to be broken except you do the wrong thing, which is eating. But otherwise, uh, apart from that, you're just not allowed to eat. So you're not going to make those bad choices and accidentally have too much. That simply is you are not allowed to eat. So intermittent fasting is a really good thing to add into your nutrition, your plan. Apart from that, it's very, very healthy to do for your body just to rest your system in the digestive tract. And there's a lot of other things that go with it when it comes to that autophagy and so forth. And again, that's another topic, but I would also, but I would definitely try and introduce some sort of intermittent fasting into your, your nutrition plan, which is going to help you with less temptation. And don't be too concerned about overeating after that. It doesn't really work that way uh, when you go to eat. It, people think they're going to have too many calories when they break their fast and eat. Surprisingly, it doesn't really work like that. You gain actually a lot better control of your nutrition, if anything, because during those 16 hours of not eating, you're going with that sugar, you're going out with those temptations, so you become actually stronger and more disciplined through that. Um, and and it can be more obtainable to achieve your goals. Regarding that too, having those goals and having a reason to have them one of them might be to help you be stricter with your food and control your food would be being a role model if you're a parent out there or in a relationship whatever we want to use as a role model but particularly for parents with children being a role model can be an amazing reason to control your food and show your children how to do this and then and uh, hopefully this flows through the family and everyone becomes healthy because of it but that's not a bad way to motivate yourself to control your food. As a parent, you want your children to look up to you because they do what we do. 
So if you can be strong and you can control your nutrition, you can then turn to your children and say, you know, control this, control that. It's very hard for you to be able to do that to your children and for them to respect your views and your rules that you want to impose on them if you can't even do it. Yeah, so I would say that would be a good reason to do and think about being a role model. And uh, I think that would, could definitely help people out there that are struggling with some sort of motivation. Another thing with food is understand what diet does work for you. Again, that's another topic as in which diet, but different food responds, uh, different bodies respond in different ways to diets. Um, some people are good on a high carbohydrate diet. Other people are more on a protein. Um, either another of them is wrong. Different ones work for different people. But what I'm going to get to you, talk to you, realise is that bodies do respond differently to different diets. And you might better control your carbohydrate intake better than you can control your protein or your sugars, whatever it is. Realise what one works for you and then find out how you can be the strongest. Some people do get good energy on carbohydrates and they don't need to eat more often. Me personally, I'm a lot better on a high protein diet, keeps me full for longer and that's probably most people I would say and that leads me to eating less in between because I'm not tempted. If you're eating a food that gives you high kick of energy and then that energy dies off very fast, you're gonna be hungry and then when you're out somewhere and you've got nothing to eat, that can lead to a bad choice. So having the right food that sustains your energy for longer, keeps you full for longer, is going to help you control your food better, okay? So this would be a very strong one that I would say that uh, having food that is going to help you maintain control and not be leading to temptations is very, very important uh, that you do. But yeah, having, having all these rules in place and knowing your food, but you also need to be patient. Uh, you know, if you're someone who's trying to quit smoking and you tried once it's often that people will give up it's okay that you don't have success on the first time you try again and you keep trying and you keep trying you might try a different way to give up smoking you might go from cold turkey to tablets to whatever it is but eventually you find the way and that's the same with food i'm not saying i want you to fail but i want you to be okay with you know you have a bad day you put it behind you you go again but you try and be strict. You don't allow this as an excuse for yourself, but it's okay to have a mishap. And you just go again. One day isn't gonna ruin you forever. Just do it again. Don't give up on yourself and keep going. It is a battle and we all have it. I've had it many a times, okay? And as you get harder, I uh, get older, it gets harder. It's not going to be easy. When I was younger, I could eat food and it wouldn't matter. I wouldn't put on weight and it wouldn't affect me like bulletproof like a lot of people but you get older and uh, your body responds very differently to food you've got to make a lot wiser choices another way to motivate yourself is realizing that this food has a direct impact on how long you are going to live sure there can be bad luck in life and we can anyone can be struck down by something but the science behind it will tell you that you will live longer if you are going to take care of yourself nutritionally Apart from the outside effects that can happen, we need to realise that a lot of these diseases people are getting, particularly cancers and things, and all these diabetes and heart attacks, this is all nutritionally based. There's so many deaths that can be reduced in the world. People can be living longer just by caring about what they put in their, in their stomach. It's as simple as that. 
And the problem is a lot of people see food as something that makes them fat or makes them thin. I need you to understand that food does so much more than that. That is the least of your worries aesthetically of how you look. You should be more concerned about what is on the inside, what you're doing to all your organs and how much you're restricting your blood flow and how much you're affecting your breathing, your heart, your kidneys, everything, how it's all getting affected. If I could make you be made of glass and you could see through yourself and you could see the fat, the visceral fat around your lung, around your organs and everything, things like this, the visual side of it, it would be a lot easier to make a better choice. Problem is, we don't get to see that. It's like a smoker. They can't see their lungs. If you could see your lungs, I'll guarantee you, you would be a lot more motivated to, to give up smoking. But you don't see them. So you don't have a connection with it. Same with food. If you could see how unhealthy you are on the inside on truly, you would make a better choice. So I need you to understand that making these better choices is going to make you live. You're going to be healthier, you're going to have more energy, you're going to sleep better, you're going to communicate better, you're going to be less moody. It is going to have such an impact on your body and your lifestyle that you won't look back. And you don't need to be a robot. You don't need to eat perfect for the rest of your life. We all have days where we relax and you need to understand that that is okay. It's okay to relax with friends here and there and do that. If you are conscious about it, like I said earlier when I was talking, if you're not conscious about it, what I mean by that is if before you know it, you're sitting down having bad food and you didn't make this this conscious decision to do it, but it's just out of a habit, you then have a problem. But if you pick a day of the week and you say to your friends, I'm going to go out, I'm going to have a hamburger, I'm going to have chocolate, I'm going to do something, enjoy it. But what I would say to you is make it special. Make it the best, make it the nicest so it's worth doing. And do it with an enjoyable moment in your life so you don't have guilt. In other words, you do it with your partner, your children, and you enjoy the moment. So you have a positive experience, but not a negative one where you feel bad about yourself. If you're feeling bad about eating this food, you still have a long way to go when it, gains, when it comes down to control. There shouldn't be any food that you eat and have guilt afterwards. If you have guilt, you obviously shouldn't have eaten it, or you've eaten it through a habit that you need to break. So it's okay to eat this non-nutritional food, I suppose we will call it, but as long as it's something you're aware of and you've done it for a reason, not on the way home from work, you've just stopped off to some corner store and bought some rubbish to eat because you're addicted and you had a craving. That is a different story. But if you're doing it when you're having a memory for it, as a positive experience, it's okay to do. So backtracking, realising that Food is designed to control you. So don't be too hard on yourself. You can gain control of it. You just have to be patient. You have to set these rules. Like I've said, put yourself around the right environment. Don't put yourself around temptation. Understand your food. Educate yourself about what you're eating. Be patient with it. Have a good support group. Set rules for yourself. Download the app. There's plenty of apps. My Fitness Pal is a great app that can track what you're eating. I'm not so much about necessarily having to count the calories, but the fitness app is good because it just makes you aware of what you're eating. That's more than anything. Yes, calorie counting will keep you to a certain amount, and it's not a bad way to go at all. But more than anything, it just gives you awareness of what you're putting in your body. So it sort of slows you down, you know? Before you're about to eat something, you type it in, you scan the barcode, whatever it is, 
And then you consciously look at it and go, okay, well, I shouldn't be eating this. It has an effect on you. Bigger than calories. It just makes you take a breath, slow yourself down before you eat it. And then you will or you won't, but it will at least make you think about it. So MyFitnessPal is a great app. There's plenty of others out there. And uh, that would be another thing that would be a good add-on for you and uh, hopefully give you some success when it comes to your food control because it can be tough, guys. It can be very tough. I'll talk about in uh, other podcasts about maybe what diet and so forth is for you and we'll get a bit deeper into things like that. But this one was more about just, yeah, gaining control and uh, realising that you're not alone. We all have the battles. It can be really, very, very tough. But you can do it. you just got to have the goals, have the motivation, set the rules, educate yourself um, and be patient and you will get there. I wish you all the luck in the world. Uh, if anyone has any questions, and again, like I've always said, if you want topics me to talk about, have a chat about, just let me know, guys. I'd appreciate you giving this a share. Send the link to friends. Tell us about the podcast so we can help grow and talk about other things. Get other guests on. I will be doing lots more with different people, and my son will be back, but I've uh, been doing a few myself lately, just having a chat. As usual, I'll be sitting around, I'll have something on my mind, and I just want to have a talk about it. And uh, hopefully... It can inspire someone just to make better choices in life, whether it be food or, or anything. If I can make a difference in one person listening to this, every talk I do is worth doing. And uh, I appreciate, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, yeah, hopefully some of you guys got something out of this. And thanks very much. And uh, I'll have a chat to you again real soon. Cheers, guys. See ya.